BBC presents Tony Hancock with Moira Lister, Bill Kerr and Sidney James in... Hancock's Half Hour. What does a comedian do when he's not working? Well, Tony Hancock's favourite relaxation is an evening at the cinema. A luxury he allows himself whenever he can afford it, and subject to the flavour of the month being strawberry. Last week, both these events coincided, and so one afternoon our hero rose early from his bed and went down to the high street to meet Moira. Ah! Hello, Moira. Come on, let's hurry or we'll miss the big picture. Hiya, Tom. Sorry I'm late. Hiya, Moira. Hello. And just what are you doing here? Well, I knew that you and Moira were going to see a movie, so I thought it would be nice if I came along with you. Oh, did you? Yes, jolly good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. You'd enjoy that, wouldn't you? (laughs) <laughs> Get out. Oh, no, don't go, Bill. By all means, come along. We'd love to have Bill with us, wouldn't we, Tony? Oh, yes, of course. Good old Bill. Nice lad. Good old Billy boy. He can sit downstairs and I can drop me chalk ice wrappers on him. <laughs> well, uh, what film are we going to see? It didn't matter till you turned up. <laughs> well, I thought we might go to the playhouse. What's on there? The new Martin and Lewis picture. I'm going home. Oh, don't be so silly, Tony. What do we have to go and see Martin and Lewis for? They're making enough money without my one and nine. <laughs> I'm not going. There's, there's something about them that irritates me. They're very funny. That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Besides, I want to go to the bioscope. What's on there? <laughs> Episode six of Batman Meets Dragon Lady. <laughs> Which is not good to see. She's got him trapped in the atomic radiation chamber. She's just going to throw the lever and disintegrate him when Zog, the green-eyed, one-eyed king of the Martians, well, he turns a bit umpty and shoves her in as well, you see. (laughs) Well, just then, just then, Captain Universe arrives in his spaceship. Captain Universe arrives in his spaceship with his assistant, Addy. Uh, Well, he isn't really Addy. It's it's that well known. Are you interested in all that tripe? No, but the ice cream girl fancies me. I think I'm all right there if I play my cards right. She's, she's been looking at me. Well, you can forget about her. We're going to see Martin and Lewis. All right. As long as you wake me up when the adverts come on, I want to see them toffees wrap themselves up and nip into that cardboard box. <laughs> well, here we are. This is the place. Martin and Lewis and Three Ring Circus. Look at all these pictures outside. Look at Lewis. A stupid suit on. <laughs> Hair been gone over with a lawnmower. <laughs> People would laugh at me if I look like an ape. Pass, no comment. All right, thank you. <laughs> Just because I can pick up fag ends without bending down. <laughs> no need to get personal. Well, come on, let's go in. Oh, yes. Oh, go in, yes, of course. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the box, that's the box office over there, Bill. Yes, isn't it? Yes. Can't get in with that ticket. <laughs> no. Three one and nines, please, miss. Good girl, good girl. Well done. Please, please, let the ticket ready. Four and six, thank you. Three and nine, thank you. Two and six, thank you. Three one and nines. One and nines. 
You can tear them up yourself. I'm not touching those. <laughs> well, at least you can get your torch out and show us to our seats. Show you to your seats? You're fitting a lot one and nine, ain't you? I'm not going down there. Not the same. <laughs> you find your own way down. Well, all right, where do we go? Straight down the centre aisle. How far? Just keep going and ask the organist. <laughs> He'll direct you. Tickets, please. Have your tickets ready, please. Come on, boys. Through the curtain. <laughs> oh, hello, hello. Hello, we've got Sandy in. Look at him, all teeth and feet. <laughs> hello, here come the slides, look. Mr. Sandman. Mr. There he goes. Look, he's changing colour and going down. <laughs> come on, we'll, we'll sit here. Just a minute, I saw you. Come on out from there. But look, oh, I come I... out. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Well, how was I to know where the one and nine's finish and the eight and six are start? <laughs> Don't argue with him, Bill. Let's find a seat. Quick, the lights are going to be going down soon. Ah, there's a space in this row. Excuse me. Excuse me. <clears throat> Thank you. Excuse me. Thank you. Ow! <laughs> Madam, why don't you go home and knit? <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Do you mind? We've got to get in! We've got to get in! I've paid! What's the matter with you? Excuse me! Thank you! Excuse me! Do you mind? Well, here we are! Oh. What? This space. Yeah? The other gangway. <laughs> it's all right, but we'll go back. We'll go back. Excuse me! Do you mind? Please. Excuse me. Thank you. Excuse Granny, this is no place to peel potatoes. <laughs> Thank you. Excuse me! Ah, shut up! What's the matter with you? Hold me coat! Hold me coat! Hold me coat! What's the matter with you? Come out in the gangway, you. Because you picked on a right boy, eh? Yeah? <laughs> you picked on a right boy, I can tell you. Tony! I'll knock him back in the three and nine. <laughs> Quick left, he won't know what's hitting him. Tony, be quiet. Hurry up and find a seat and behave yourself. All right. Excuse me, excuse me. Thank you. Yes, excuse me. Do you mind? Do you mind? Yes, you. Stop nibbling her ear hole. Let me get by. <laughs> Dear. Thank you. Excuse me, thank you. Do sit down, Tony. Ah, here's a seat. Ah, that's better. Hmm. Me shoe? I've lost me shoe. <laughs> Where's me casual? I must have me casual. Come on. Excuse me, thank you, excuse me. Oh, shut up. I'm warning you lot. I'll be over the top of them seats in amongst you in a minute. Tony, sit down. Oh, all right. Maura. What is it now? I'm sitting next to that bloke who's nibbling that girl's hero. <laughs> I want to move. Why? He started on mine. <laughs> hey, Tub, why don't you keep quiet? The Martin and Lewis film's just starting. Oh, yes. This is to certify that Three Ring Circus has been passed. <laughs> Dropsy for the sensor, you can get anything, by. <laughs> Here we are, credit titles. Best bit in the film, you watch. Hello? Assistant makeup man, Charlie Hancock. Old Uncle Charlie? I didn't know he was out. <laughs> makeup, eh? Still, he was always good at disguises. Produced by Al B. Wallace, right? Here we go. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> they haven't started yet. Right, wake me up when the toffees come on. 
What happened? What happened? What was that? He fell down. Did he break a leg? No. Oh. Look at Lewis up there, that hair. Look at the way it's cut. Tyson would give a fortune to bowl on that lot. Veterans Administration Building. Did you get squared away? Yeah, everything's all set. I reported to circus on Wednesday. <laughs> what did he do then? What did he do then? What was funny about that? You, take your teeth out of your ear hole for a minute. Oh, you didn't see it, did you? You then. What did, he, what did he do then? Go on, tell me what was funny about that. Oh, Tony, sit down. <laughs> me seat! Who let me seat up? <laughs> Friend Circus. Lion taming? Yeah. What are they laughing at now? Stupid lot. I wish this was 3D. If he fell down here, I'd kick him right back in again. Be quiet! Ow! I don't know how they get away with it. I'm not laughing. Ah, look, here comes the sad bit. Oh, she's told him he's ugly. Three quarters of an hour, and she's only just noticed that. <laughs> Hello, somebody's hit him again? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, 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 I just can't see it. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, it makes you cry. What a great film. I've never laughed so much in all my life. Oh, it was funny, wasn't it? Yeah. A touch of genius, that was. Oh, there's no uh, doubt about it. They're a very funny couple. Yeah, I thought I'd die laughing. <laughs> you nearly did. I had my fist down, dear. <laughs> Tony, haven't you got over it yet? You haven't stopped grumbling since we left the cinema. You've spoiled our entire evening. Well, I made up for it, didn't I? I took you out to dinner. Yes. Have another chip, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Martin and Lewis. Oh, Tony, please. Well, nobody wants me to make a film. That's what knocks me. It's not fair. Oh, have another chip and stop moaning. Oh, all right. Hello. What's this? Where? Next to the advert column. A piece of rock salmon. <laughs> I know, but look at the piece of paper that's stuck to the batter. Look what's printed on it. Under, that's it, under sits that 15 bob a line. Film star wanted. No experience required. Good opening for Keen Lad. Good wages, trade union rates, canteen facilities, no Saturdays. Applied Deluxe Film Studios, Box 84. This is me big chance. I'll answer the advert. Me, a film star. No, I'm sorry, Ranky. Love scene with Ava Gardner? I'll think about it. I've thunk. Bring her on. <laughs> right, tear the advert out. We'll get down there first thing in the morning. According to the bus conductor, this is the place. Well, it's a funny place to have a luxurious film studio over the top of a green grocer shop. I think we go, we go through this side door next to the shop. Mind those dustbins. Ah, there we are. Deluxe film studios. Walk straight in. You know, if I didn't know he was in Dartmoor, I'd say Sid James runs this place. Good morning. He's escaped. <laughs> well, well, Hancock. So it's films now, is it? And what poor idiot has financed you this time? Nobody yet. 
I'm still waiting for someone to answer my advert. You mean you haven't got any money? No, I haven't eaten for three days. As the saying goes, I'm desperately in need of succor. Yes, well, never mind about that. I've come here in answer to your advert. The succor has been provided. <laughs> All right, sit down. Sign here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what's this? A contract signing you up to star in my next film. Hear that? Star. What did I tell you? Oh, you lucky film girls. Do you realise this could put television back six years? <laughs> Where do I sign? Just a minute, Mr. James. Are you going to sign him up without even giving him a screen test? Eh? A screen test. What's that? Well, you're the film producer, remember? Oh, a screen test. Yes. Oh, of course. Hancock, get me on that screen. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. All right, now come out and sign here. But you couldn't see him. I know. And if we can only keep it that way, we'll make a fortune. Now sign here and hurry up. I'm only renting this place by the hour. All right. Anthony A. Sinjin Hancock, two. There. Congratulations. Deluxe film's first star. Now then, money. Let's say uh, 10,000 nickel for the first film, all right? Well, certainly. Of course, I'll offer you much better terms for the second film. Good. That'll only cost you uh, 5,000 nickel. Cost? I'm not paying to star in my own films. You'll get your money back in royalties. They won't go. <laughs> no. I mean percentage on the takings. That's a good idea. I want you at the film studios first thing in the morning to start shooting. And pray, where are the studios? Up in the attic. <laughs> now then, a story. What sort of film do you fancy? Now listen, as Tony's agent, I feel that he should be given the chance to display all the talents nature has given him. Oh, it's too late. Animal Farm's been done. <laughs> Now, look, it's quite simple. Having frequently admired me handsome features in various shop windows, I don't think we can go wrong if we do a remake of some of Valentino's stuff. Oh, like the Shriek. Sheik. <laughs> I'm talking about the audience. The Sheik, eh? Well, that's romantic. What about the comedy? Oh, time enough for that when I'm old and ugly. Blimey, we better get weaving on this one. <laughs> of course, you realise if you're going to make the Sheik, you've got to have a part for Loverboy Car. I mean, after all, we've got to aim for the female market as well. You see, I have that uh, indefinable something. I can define it. It's a size 19 out. <laughs> now, look. I'm doing the snogging in this lot. You wait. A twitch of the lower lip. A quick flash of the hooded lids straight into the old camera pandemonium. Now, listen, Tom. <laughs> I think that if... Now, we... I'm doing the heavy meaty stuff. Well, you've got the build for it. Now, shut up and stop fighting. There'll be a part for everybody. There's only three of you, and we've got some scenes with four to five thousand Arabs. Looks like there's going to be a little bit of nip in the back. <laughs> All right, then. I want you up in the attic. First thing in the morning to start shooting. Morning, all. Morning. Morning. Hello, morning. Well, let's get started. Where are the dressing rooms? You stay where you are and close your eyes. <laughs> all right, I'd like you to meet our cameraman, an expert with a camera. Where did you find him? On Brighton Prom. Business was slack. <laughs> he jumped at a chance. Right, come on. Scene one. The Sheik's tent in the middle of the desert. Berkeley, stick his broom handle up one of Hancock's spare night shirts. <laughs> right, now get that fire bucket down and sprinkle the sand over the floor. Perfect. Looks just like the Serrata. Right, get in the position. Action! Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about our Arab costumes? Pull your shirt out. <laughs> All right, now then, the sheik's tent. Billy's doing a bit of crafty snogging with a sheikess of Algiers. They're interrupted by the arrival of dashing, handsome, steely-eyed Sultan Hancock. What casting? <laughs> All right, put the towels around your bonces. Here we go. Camera ready, Berkeley? Yes, Sydney. Let's start shooting. 
right. Now hold it, everybody. Don't move. Uh, hold it. Oh, <laughs> now, now then, now, Mr. Hancock, raise your right arm another half an inch, your left arm down another half an inch, your face a little bit nearer hers, and start to purse your lips on this one. <laughs> and your leg, Mr. Curtis, on the other ground. That's right. Hold it. Good. <laughs> now, right arm a little bit higher, Mr. Hancock, left arm now, a bit lower. Just a minute, just a minute. <laughs> Barkley, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Didn't I hear a rumour a few years ago about movie cameras? <laughs> well, you may have done, but we haven't got any. <laughs> what is Cinemascope next? We've got to make do with this baby box camera. <laughs> you mean we can only take all, all separate photographs? Yeah, then we stick them all together, punch little holes along the edges, and Bobby's your uncle. <laughs> Come on. We haven't got much time. Now, let's get that Arab clobber off and shove the Regency gear on. Regency gear? In the desert? No. Bubramo. <laughs> Bubramo. <laughs> what about the Arab picture or the Arab picture? <laughs> we finished that. Oh, good. What was it like? Great. Wonderful plot. Yes? Look, how, 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 how can it be finished? We, we've only been making it for two minutes. That's long enough. <laughs> we've got eight perfectly good snaps in that camera. All we've got to do now is decide what order to stick them in, and we've got to smash it in our hands. But, Sid, that film costs tub £10,000, and it'll only be on the screen for two minutes. You don't want to bore them, do you? <laughs> Berkeley, look round at a chemist and get that film developed. Get a couple more rolls. I think we've got time to make another couple of epics. <laughs> All right, now then. Bill Brummel, Moira. Moira, Lady Patricia, Billy, Bo Brummel, Hancock, Brinney. Go. Go? <laughs> what about a script? Script? Can't afford it. Make it up as you go along. <laughs> Scene one. Brighton Pavilion, 1818. The Royal Ball is in progress. Put that record on. Action. <laughs> Hold it! Hold it! Hold it! Hold it! Hold it. Hold it. Oh, 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 just a minute. Look, I don't want to appear temperamental, but that doesn't seem to be the sort of music they would dance to in those days. All right, we'll put another one on. That's <laughs> better. Uh, more like it. Must have accuracy. Come, children, let us rehearse. Ah, your royal hiders. Ah, oh, my lady Patricia, step me you're looking most beautiful tonight. I think we'd better switch these lines round a bit. Start again. Ah, lady Patricia. Ah, your royal highness. You're looking most beautiful tonight. That's it. That's it. Must have accuracy. Lady Patricia, I've arranged our rendezvous tonight here in Brighton. But our identities will be discovered. I think not. What ho, old thing? Cast is that popish dandy Brummel. Oh, I don't know. I rather like him. He's quite amusing. I don't know why you bother with him. He's a weakling. Oh, come now, Prinny. You underestimate me. I'm as tough as the next man. Tough? <coughs> ah, look at those clothes. Blue silken hose. <laughs> Green velvet breeches. Bright yellow cravat, puce-buckled shoes, lemon-embroidered waistcoat, and scented handkerchief. Brother, when you're dressed like this, you've got to be tough. Ah, <laughs> oh, 
Lady Patricia, may I have the next creep with you? I'm afraid not, Mr. Bramble. You may have the waltzes and the minuets, but Prinny is giving me the creeps. <laughs> right, cut! Oh, that's another one finished. Right, let's get the African jungle stuff on now. We're going to put Tony Steele right out of business. Come on now. We've got another 15 films to make before we pack up tonight. Honestly, Moira, Sid's got a funny idea how to make pictures. 18 pictures we've made in three hours. Have you seen any of them? Yeah, there's not one more than two minutes long. Well, you know what his idea is. He's going to join the lot together and call them all next week. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor old Tub. He really thinks this is going to make him the biggest dramatic actor in the business. I hate to see it happen to him. He says he's finished with comedy after this. Well, they never did get on all that well together, did they? Where is the boy, anyway? Well, he's over there chatting to Sid's publicity agent. Of course, this isn't the first time I've been asked for my life story, you know? Oh, I didn't think it was, no. Well, I've had a very colourful life. <laughs> Have you? Yes. That's a very colourful jacket. <coughs> well, <laughs> just go up and yes. I've been around, I can tell you some stories. Yes. Things have happened to me, but you couldn't print them. No. Oh, dear me, no. But not in the dailies, anyway. <laughs> for your own ear, yes, yes, if you're a man of the world. Oh, I am. Well, we all are. Well, of course. We have to be. It's no good closing your eyes to it, is it? No. We all know what goes on. What? Hey. What? I should cocoa. Yeah. I bet you could tell me a few tales. I could. I thought you could. Yeah. We'll have to get together one day over a beer. Oh, don't drink. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, mine 50-50, you bite, I'll drink it. All right. <laughs> but you, you want a definite experience. You can print. I've got it, the very thing. Yes. I was sent out to Australia to do a pantomime. Oh, they have pantomimes out there. Every time they pick a test team. Yes? yes. <laughs> anyway, the ship started going down. In the water, that is, yeah. naturally. Well, there was panic. Oh, of course. Everybody was rushing for the boats. Were they? I could see... They were. Were they really? I knew you could... Guy, you were interested in I was. <laughs> panic. Everybody was rushing for the boats. I could see something had to be done. So I shouted out, Women and children first, I shouted! Very brave. Well, it's fair. It's the right thing. I'd do it again. <laughs> I was lucky I, I got me Widow Twanky outfit on. I, <laughs> I was all right. Well, there I was in this lifeboat all by myself, except for the young girl who was rowing. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, after four weeks of this, I thought to myself, well, I thought you've got nothing to lose. Have a go. <laughs> well, I'm only human. Yes, you are. Yes. Well, all right then, I yes. know. You don't have to plug it. <laughs> I plucked up courage and I looked her straight in the eyes and I said, hello. <laughs> I'm a quick worker, you see, I'm in there. I'm in there. <laughs> well, it's the only way. Well, as soon as I spoke, she knew I was a man. <laughs> of course, my voice had broken by then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From then on, we got on like a house. We'd only been rowing out together for four weeks. She... Rowing out together for four weeks, she invited me up to her end of the boat for tea. Oh. <laughs> so I thought, here we are, getting that at your birthday. Of course. <laughs> I got dressed up, I put me best bit of sail canvas on and <laughs> combed me over the fishbone and I was up there. <laughs> oh, she was very pleased to see me. I, I must say she put on a lovely spread. What? Seaweed sandwiches and winkles. Oh. <laughs> Well, you, you couldn't ask for anything better than that, could Very you? tasty. Yes. Well, 
When we finished tea, I, I took her for a walk. Oh, yes, that's the way. We didn't go far. No. Oh, she had to be home early, see? Well, <laughs> I don't know whether it was the romantic moon shining down upon us or mm. her being so close to me or whether I'd had too many glasses of seawater, but I lost control. Did you? I lost control. <laughs> yes. I kissed her. <laughs> her eyes seemed to go soft and her moist, dewy lips quivered in ecstasy. Yeah. A beautiful flush rose to her cheeks. Yeah. I'm not boring you, am I? No, no, no. no, 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 no. All right, well, don't get worked no, up. No, well, I can't you, help it. You think it, you can stand this, do you? Yeah, yes, right. Go on. She looked up into my eyes, yeah. her whole body tense with excitement. She... <laughs> steady, steady. Go on. She's me, not you, you know. <laughs> she flung her arms around me and drew me slowly towards her. I could feel the warmth of her. Her pulsating heart next to mine. Oh. And then... And then... <laughs> Do you know what happened? What? We were rescued. Oh. Hey, Hancock, I've been looking everywhere for you. I've got some great news. I sold a picture. They're giving it a world premiere in the West End tomorrow night. I'm made the world's greatest dramatic actor, Sir Lawrence Hancock, straight from his triumphant season at the Old Nick. <laughs> right, I'll see you at the theatre tomorrow night. Hey, gee, look at this crowd. The place is packed out. They're privileged people, William. You're right, Tub. They're going to see dramatic acting like they've never seen before. You can say that again. Well, come along, boys. We'd better find our seats. It'll be starting in a minute. Tickets, please. Have your tickets ready. Ah, we don't need tickets. I'm in it. You'll be right in it if you haven't got a ticket. <laughs> Well, then, come on. All right. Uh, Maura? Three one and nines, please. I'll stay down the centre aisle. Hello, there go the lights. Come on, in this row here. Excuse me, thank you. Excuse, excuse, do you mind? Oh, it's you again, is it? So wonder she's got any ear all left. <laughs> thank you, excuse me. Uh, this'll do, Tub. Sit down, it's starting. Ah, the dawn of a new era in dramatic acting. I'm glad I've given up the comedy. This is the thing for me. Wait till they see the lad of the great lover, the sheik. Uh, that's it. Uh. What happened? What happened? You've just appeared on the screen. But they mustn't laugh. This is serious. What did I do then? Go on, what did I do then? Go on, what was funny about that? I think we'd better go, Moira. This is where we came in. was Hancock's Harper, who premiered himself with Moira Lister, Bill Kerr, Sidney James and Kenneth Williams. Incidental music was composed by Wallace Stott and recorded by the BBC Augmented Review Orchestra, conducted by Harry Davidowitz. The script was written by Ray Galton and Alan Simpson, and the programme which was recorded was produced by Dennis Payne Wilson.